0: Hello and welcome to Stepping Up Service. I'm Alan Jackson of the Jackson Group and uh, your co-host for this episode of Stepping Up Service, our podcast here on The Mesh dealing with the world of customer service. Uh, With me is my co-host, Ed Gagnon from Customer Service Solutions. Ed, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great, Alan. How are you today?
0: Doing, doing fine. Doing great. Before we get into our conversation today, which is going to take a very Olympics theme uh, to the discussion because we're right in the throes of Olympics. As you turn on the TV and turn on the news, that's pretty much all everybody's talking about right now so we're gonna we're gonna follow that trend and have a little bit of an olympic theme to our discussion about customer service here in just a moment before we do though i'd like to go ahead and announce a sponsor we have for this show we're very very proud and happy to have with us as a supporter and a sponsor for this month's episode the greater hickory golf classic which is going to be going on here in hickory north carolina this year october 8th through the 14th it is a premier golf tournament uh, Ed, I know you play some golf.
1: You're a pretty avid golfer, right? Oh, definitely. And I've actually, uh, if I recall that that uh, course that is played on is rock barn that's correct uh, rock, rock and, barn golf and spa yeah and I, I actually played there a few years ago it's a beautiful course and i'm familiar with the tournament and i follow pro golf and you have the senior pga players playing there uh, a lot of big names so that, that that's that's exciting that uh, uh, that's the sponsor of this show this episode that's yeah, great
0: absolutely we're glad to have him on board I, i'm not a big golfer myself but i love going to the tournament as a spectator and i've uh, just had a wonderful experience there the last several years we're really excited to have that tournament back in our area once again this year, coming up October 8th through the 14th at Rock Barn Golf and Spa anybody who's listening to this show, uh, you happen to be in the North Carolina area or make a special trip to come join us, we would love to see you out in October for that golf tournament. So Ed, let's uh, go from one sport to another series of sports as we talk about our today's uh, today's discussion on customer service. Uh, What we're going to do today is something a little different, something uh, I know we've tried to play with the format a little bit from time to time. This is going to be a little different, hopefully a little fun. I know before last time, I think uh, we played a game where you gave me some stories and examples to respond to. I'm going to return the favor and actually give you some, uh, some stories that I'm going to ask you to relate to the world of customer service. And okay. all, the story, all the stories today have to do, of course, with the Olympics. Because like I said, we're, we're right in the middle of that going on. People listening to this show, more than likely the Olympics are already finished by the time you listen to this. But keep in mind, that's where we are. That's where our minds are right now. So we're going to go ahead and play along with that theme. Uh, so what we're going to do, Ed, I've got four storylines so far from this year's Olympic Games. The one's being held in London. Sure. I've got four storylines that I'm going to throw out to you, and I want to see if you can relate them back to the world of customer service for me.
1: All right. That sounds like fun. All right. Yeah, let's give
0: it a shot. Let's we'll see how you work on with this. I, uh, okay. I, I, I did some research and found these four storylines and thought, you know what? I think Ed might be able to connect the dots, but I'm curious where he's going to go with this. So you ready for this? Sure. Great. Well, let's go ahead and do the first one. All right. So, there, you know, Michael Phelps, I hope I'm not spoiling it for anybody, you know, what, listening to this podcast, but of course he's competing very well in the Olympics. He did set the uh, record, I believe, for the most uh, awards or medals won in the Olympic Games so far with some of the medals he took this week. But, you know, we hear a lot about Michael Phelps and the fact that he eats, you know, 7,000 calories a day. And they're at the pool by 6 a.m. in the morning every day for practice. And then along with those, you know, the the gymnast, the whole USA uh, gymnast team is doing some great stuff. They're mentally walking through their routines every time before they do them. It's just a lot of preparation work going on for Olympics, for people competing in the Olympics. How do you relate those examples to the world of customer service for us?
1: Okay. Well, just so I understand, we're talking Michael Phelps, 7,000 calories and uh, gymnasts. So uh, you're you're kind of throwing two totally different things at me, but I'm going to see if I can relate them together. Okay, Um, sure. Yeah, Michael Phelps, uh, well, first of all, just a disclaimer. You said 7,000 calories, so just one point. Unless you plan on having an Olympic career and winning 20-plus medals, do not eat (laughs) 7,000 calories a day.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm making a note to myself here. I'm writing down, Alan, do not eat that many calories a day. Good.
1: What is it? A a Coke is 150 calories, so that's like drinking 50 sodas in a day or – you know, uh, 10, 12 Whoppers in a day or, wow. you know, maybe 40 glazed donuts. In, well, actually, 40 glazed donuts would be okay. That's.
0: But, you know, uh, I'm not hearing that part as being too uh, too uncomfortable for me there. So. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah don't, donuts good, sodas, Whoppers, uh, at least that many not so good. Um, you know, I guess the key takeaway here is the, the reason why he's doing that uh, is because he's trying to uh, give himself what he needs to be successful. And if, if you are... Uh, somebody who competes at the highest level in sports and you're burning calories every day, you need to have calories to burn. Um, So if we want to think about this in terms of customer service, if you're a customer service representative or you're in that kind of customer service role, you're going to be getting a lot of questions uh, you have to be very knowledgeable about your processes and your policies and your procedures and your products and those sorts of things. So uh, one of the big takeaways here is if you want to be responsive to those customers, be able to answer mm-hmm. those questions effectively, you got to build your knowledge. You have to mm-hmm. invest in yourself, take the time to really, truly understand what are the processes for returns or for service recovery when there's a complaint or what exactly are your product options that you can offer somebody if you can't give them exactly what they want. So so I, in terms of the Michael Phelps example, just invest in yourself, prepare yourself okay. for success. So, so it's, it's this whole
0: preparation thing. So in other words, it's not just showing up necessarily for work and expecting to be able to deal with a customer service idea or situation or problem. Just right off the bat, just naturally, it's sometimes it's going to take some preparation and homework to make sure you know everything about your product and your service before you try to tackle those things.
1: So, so that that relates to Michael Phelps for, for your gymnast example. We can pretty much go down the same road from a preparation standpoint, but but think about this a little bit differently. I mean, what they are doing. Is there mentally preparing to perform when they go through all those gyrations before they get on the, the floor exercise? I saw Jordan, uh, I forget her last name. It was the one who was uh, the gold medalist in the Worlds last year. And before she actually went on the floor exercise, she was just standing in position and going through all the moves. And for anybody who's in customer service, you, you also have to kind of mentally prepare yourself for that next call coming in, uh, that next customer, that next encounter. Because the previous call that you had or that previous Previous customer or that previous encounter may have just sapped your energy, or yeah. you know maybe mm-hmm. they, it challenged your attitude. So you need to have some kind of trigger so you can refocus between customers, refocus between calls. You, you kind of have a vision for what success needs to look out like at this next conversation. So prepare. For each individual moment of truth.
0: And, and I think I may have even given this example in some of our previous episodes, but one thing that my brother you know, had studied for a while, having to do with uh, kinesiology, the idea of, uh, and, and some sports psychology, is this concept of when you get ready to play a match, it's almost this idea of envisioning the entire match in your head before you even go in to play it. So it sounds like that's what the gymnasts are doing. And what you're saying is you kind of need to. Reset your brain a little bit and go ahead and prepare yourself mentally for this experience that you're going to have. And if you just came off of a really, really, like you said, a very draining customer service example or a situation, you got to somehow flush that out of your system, I guess, right? You got to get that out of there, or else it's going to taint the rest of your experiences the rest of the day.
1: Right. You have to do that. For example, I mean, this is just a simple example, but if I'm uh, in the road and, and the phone rings, my mind is somewhere. And, and what I do is I literally. I, I will look at that phone number before I pick up and say, okay, you know, here's a customer or here's a friend or here's an opportunity, and I just get focused on that, that next opportunity or that next call that's coming. So uh, I actually use the phone number of the person that's calling in, and I try to focus on that phone number to get my head right. Uh, before I actually pick up the phone. So, so I'm not thinking about whatever it is that I was thinking about or distracted about five seconds earlier.
0: You know, especially in the healthcare field, we, we, we see staff having to deal with that situation a lot. You know, let's say a, you're a nurse or a caregiver or somebody attending to a patient, and you just came out of a patient's room, and it was a very tough experience. The patient was very irate, or else they were just very irritable about something. And you walk out of that room, that's still kind of carrying on in your brain for a little bit. But yes. yet you've got to go to the next room and you've got to go in with a fresh perspective in that next room as well. So it just sounds like it's a lot of it's not only mentally preparing, but also kind of flushing those previous experiences out of your memory to move on to the next one or else it's just going to keep carrying with you all day.
1: Right. So you got to prepare for that next moment. you got to prepare for that next customer Uh, mentally even if it's just taking a few seconds to try to forget about what just happened and focus on what what you want to happen this next time around
0: okay all right well let me let me throw you another example then and this is one i I think i just got a kick out of when i read the news about this so okay so this past week uh as we're recording this here this past week uh eight badminton players got expelled from the games for trying to lose They were intentionally trying to lose the badminton match. All right. You got to tell me, what's the lesson here on a customer service
1: side? Because I'm Uh, stunned. The lesson is don't play badminton. Okay, yes, perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. uh, you know, th- that was just a crazy, crazy story. I mean, I, I, you, know, you, hear, you hear about all sorts of sports where there's uh, unethical or illegal things going on. You never think about badminton, but, but the idea, is, is, idea here is to have a goal. I mean, these folks had a goal, but you don't want to just have a goal of getting a medal. You want to have uh, a goal that's somewhat positive. Uh, you know, the goal should be to help the customer. Don't always have a goal that says, "Okay, I'm going to try not to get in trouble." Um, <laughs> you know, see, th- these teams were trying to uh, lose in order to avoid playing good teams in the next round, so they were trying to take the easy way to get to a medal match. But but uh-huh. there was a lack of ethics in what they were doing, uh, a lack of respect for the game, and there's also a lack of respect for the fans. I mean, the fans were booing like crazy during the game, and the players didn't care. You know, they just wanted to to get their medals so you you want to be respectful of the customer do what's best for the customer and and when you're going into a conversation you're going into a situation uh you want to keep that goal in mind you know what is best for the customer and if you have positive you have customer focused goals uh those are the kind of goals you want to have for success
0: oh you actually did tie those together i was gonna i was surprised to see how you were gonna do that there so uh i still think that's just what a bizarre story though huh i mean yeah of course we all know anybody who follows badminton we know how unethical all that sport is in general, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Well, I, I just when I heard that, I, I almost thought it was one of those uh, joke headlines from The Daily Show or The Onion or something when I read about it. And I uh, had to. Yeah, and
1: it, it, it's funny because you, you go to any other sport and they would have highlights and interviews and all this live action. And I, I've seen so many stories on it. But all I see are a couple still photos <laughs> from the teams. And it's like, well, aren't you covering the badminton championship? It's high drama over there. But apparently, no, just a couple of photographers are over there and. Don't just see a whole lot of tweet, tweets from the uh, from the audience or the fans or the players, so it's it's a, just a, a different world, I guess, in the badminton world. Wow, wow!
0: But obviously, reeked with controversy and yes. uh, high stakes intrigue and. Uh And all back backdoor dealings, everything. So it's good to know that even badminton doesn't escape some of the uh, the temptations that other sports do as well. So
1: yes, yes, I hate to see what's going to happen with curling in the 2014 Winter Olympics. Don't even uh, talk.
0: I I was talking to my boys about curling the other day. I love watching curling. I don't know what it is about curling, but that is a fun, fun sport to watch. Okay, uh, Ed, I'm going to take a quick break for a second. Sure. Uh, We've got I've got two more examples I'm going to throw at you after the break. Uh, You're listening to Stepping Up Service, and we'll be back in just a few moments.
1: Calling all golf fans. Don't miss your chance to volunteer for the 2012 Greater Hickory Classic October 8th through 14th at Rock Barn Golf and Spa. There are over 18 different committees to choose from, including walking scorers, caddy support, and television, just to name a few. For more information on volunteering, visit us at www.greaterhickoryclassic.com or contact our tournament office at 828-459-4000.
0: Welcome back to Stepping Up Service. Again, I'm Alan Jackson, joined by Ed Gagnon from Customer Service Solutions. Ed, uh, real quick, before we get back into our conversation, where can people learn more about Customer Service Solutions and the work you're doing there? Uh,
1: The easiest way is to go to cssamerica.com. That's cssamerica.com. And uh, you you can check out our Twitter site through that, our blog site, our weekly customer service tips, or just learn a little bit more about us as well. So lots of useful information on the site.
0: Great. And you stay pretty well connected with that stuff too. I'm always seeing some some new posts and new uh, updates coming Across all my social media feeds, so great. Uh, keep that up; that's always fun to read. And uh, I'm with the Jackson Group. Of course, you can learn more about us at thejacksongroup.com, where we do a lot of employee and customer satisfaction surveys, and consulting, and leadership development work. Uh, you are listening to the Mesh. This is our network of podcasts here at themesh.tv. Uh, if you this is a first time listening to the show and you like what you're hearing, you can actually go back on the website and listen to old episodes. All the way back from where we got started, listen to all the various topics that we have available. And there's also other shows on the Mesh Network as well. We have a leadership development show called Leadership GPS. Uh, We have entertainment shows. We have uh, a band show about some local music, uh, parenting, all of these other topics you can imagine. They're all on the mesh.tv, which is also available through iTunes all of the shows and episodes there as well. If you've got any suggestions for us, you can reach us by email at info at the that's info at T-H-E-M-E-S-H dot TV. And, of course, we're on Facebook and Twitter as well. Just search for The Mesh TV, and you can find us there. Okay, uh, Ed, getting back to uh, our Olympic stories, we're, um, I am tossing out some Olympic news from this year's Olympics and having uh, to see if you can relate them back to some sort of customer service lesson we can grab from that. Yeah, how uh, am I doing so far? You're doing great. I, I mean, good, good. The, the badminton one alone really just surprised me. I'll, I'll be quite honest. The preparation <laughs> one about Michael Phelps, I kind of knew where you were going to go with that one. The uh, badminton one, you got me there. That was a great, great connection. So Excellent. Okay, so – um, Ryan, uh, and I, I'm, I have a struggle with the last name, uh, Lachty? Oh, right? Lachty? Lachty, right. Ryan yes. Lachty. I'm really bad with name pronunciations. But uh, Ryan Lachty, I saw a lot of press about this guy. Uh, knowing four years ago, he wanted to be in these Olympics, and he had created this big training regiment that would culminate with his success. I mean, he was he had this all planned out, uh, long-term thinking on stuff, you know, for his goals. There again, I feel like this is a little bit of a softball, but tell me how this relates to customer service for for those of us in the business world.
1: Uh, well, you really helped me out when you said long term there because... Yeah, well, whenever, I kind of gave you a give, I, I gave, It was a dead giveaway, wasn't it? That, so. That's okay. Maybe your last one will be harder. But but, but when you say long term, I immediately started thinking about one of the big differences between somebody who truly is customer service and customer retention focused and somebody who's more purely ring the bell sales oriented. I mean, folks who are Customer service oriented, they do have long term goals. They, they do think about uh, how do I keep and manage this relationship for the long term, and, and they don't worry about losing one little transaction or, or losing five or ten dollars on a transaction. Because they understand the lifetime value of that customer could be hundreds or thousands of dollars. And and so if you think about long-term goals, I mean that's a lot what Lochte uh, had when, when he uh, was thinking about this Olympics four years ago. I mean what, reading, watching all the different stories about him, they constantly talk about his workout regimen, how he has these big – uh, tractor tires, and he's picking them up, and he's rotating them. You know, he's throwing them up and down, and the, he he has all these kind of aggressive ways to to work out and to to get exercise. And he wanted to do something different. Part of it was he wanted to have a little bit of an intimidation factor. Um, you know, part of that is just he just wanted to be great. He wanted to be great by the year two thousand twelve. So he created a plan for it, uh, and already in the Olympics, uh, I think he has at least four medals already in the Olympics as of. Today, so so he knew what he was doing, and and it's that same way with organizations that care about customer service and retention. They they have the long term goal, they think long term, they create a plan for it, they understand the big picture, uh, and they don't worry about one little transaction more than they worry about the relationship for the long term. Be great at customer service and retention. You really do think long term.
0: So it's kind of like a a team, a professional team, a sport as as well when. You know, if you're an NBA team and you've got, gosh, how many games do they play in a typical season? I mean – They have 82. 82 games they got to play. I mean – if you're a player that just gets so bent out of shape and upset about losing one game when your ultimate goal is to win the championship at the end of the year, uh, you're going to set yourself down a path where you're not going to reach that goal. You've got to right. be able to you, – what you're saying is you've got to be able to take uh look at – keep looking long-term, not get so distracted by those short-term goals, but think about the big long-term goals in the end.
1: Right. That's exactly right.
0: And, you know, Ed, what's impressive to me about this is, I mean, four years planning and, and having a goal four years out – when I was this guy's age, I couldn't have told you what I was going to be doing four days out, let alone. Yeah. So, you know, to be that regimented and to think that long term is really, really impressive.
1: Yeah. And that, that goes back to a lot of the mentality of a lot of these athletes we talked about with – Michael Phelps, knowing what he needs to invest in himself so he can get out of what, what he wants out of his body, out of himself.
0: Okay, so Ed, uh, I've come to the fourth one here, and this one is a little more nebulous, but I'm going to see what you can string together from this, okay? Sure. I'm re- I'm re- looking back over all of the episodes we've done in Stepping Up Service, and and the thing that you keep coming back to are these key drivers about customer satisfaction. You keep talking about these three words, attitude, process, and product. Uh huh. Now, although that first one, I could definitely see a good relationship with the olympic games i want you to tie all three of them to the olympic games so we got attitude process and product what's the tie-in here how, how do you make sense of those three key phrases for customer satisfaction back to the olympic
1: games uh well first quick question is golf in the summer olympics still or is that out
0: oh i don't know i yeah. that, unfortunately uh my knowledge both of golf and of the olympics are both pretty pretty poor right now so you okay. got me on that well, one
1: yeah i think i think it's out and uh that that's a problem because i i've used this analogy for golf before but let me let me try a different sport uh let me try cycling okay all right Uh, so if we think about cycling uh and we think about attitude process and product uh yeah i was i was actually watching i think it was the first olympic cycling road race uh that they had uh maybe about a week ago something like that not quite a week ago and um they these Racers were cycling over a hundred miles. Uh, I remember the announcers kept talking about how the these cyclists had their strategies, and you know they they would have all the the Great Britain riders were together, and they were trying to do something in the peloton. And and the person who was in last in the group of four would move to the front, and then the the, the he would ride in front for a while, and then the one in the back would ride to the front. So they they were constantly the announcers were talking about. Uh, you know, mentally, how are they dealing with having this grueling race? And, and how are they going to mentally communicate and and decide what strategy to use? And many of them were in the Tour de France. And how are they mentally going to deal with this after just coming off of 20 plus stages in the Tour de France? So wow, uh, yeah. th- there was a mental aspect to what they were doing. Okay. Um, process wise, I mean, you had some racers uh, who were wanting to stay in the Peloton, some who were trying to, to get out in front of the Peloton, which in the Peloton, Peloton's basically just a big group of bikers that, that or cyclists that ride together, mm-hmm. uh, a big pack, and uh, I guess periodically some of the cyclists would try to get way ahead of the Peloton, and that was uh, the way that they were going about conducting their race. So there was a little bit of a process orient- orientation in terms of how they went about Racing the race, um, so and then you know, so Ed, yes. I'm sorry,
0: I don't mean to interrupt here, but so what what you're saying there is is it's although you know attitude and drive and personal you know uh, ambition towards the sport is key, but in this situation they really had to be thinking through how something was going to happen, both as a team and for an individual to make the best outcome for everybody. Uh, so it really became more just, than just everybody do the best they can do. It's really we've got to work together and have a true process for this event.
1: Right, and that that's a great uh, way to summarize that and what the interesting thing is just like in customer service, you could have a great plan going in, you know how you're going to work together uh, but you know that plan but the customer doesn't. right? Just like in a road race with these cyclists they know what their plan is but but they don't really know what the plan of the other 50 or 100 cyclists are going to be and they don't know what the weather conditions are going to be like and they don't know how everything's going to transpire so you have to have a great plan and Strategy coming in, but you have to have the mental wherewithal to, to really adjust as the environment changes too. Okay, so th- yeah, gotcha. those are great points you came up with. Uh-huh. Uh, you, you're doing this last one for me, Alan. So this is great. You're you're uh, you're jumping in there. I need the help sometimes. Oh boy. Uh, And I guess the last part of it is product. I mean, when you think about bike race in particular, uh, a lot of it's about the bike mm-hmm. and the tires and the wheels and the gears and you know, just how it all works in relation to the the cyclists themselves. So. Uh, you know, essentially what we're talking about is the, the rider's attitudes, the process they used to compete, uh, the products that they competed with, and, and these three aspects of performance make up many sports and that and help to determine the success or failure of that team or that individual in that sport. So just like it's about the attitude of the employee, the process they used to complete and the products that they compete with, where APP determines their outcomes, their success, it's the same thing with customer service. The employee's attitudes, the processes that they have to work through, the process, Processes that their customers experience. And the actual service itself is what determines what satisfies or dissatisfies the customer.
0: You know, Ed, I, I, you read some books and you see uh, messages sometimes uh, when people talk about providing great customer service. And sometimes it's so tempting to want to relate it to sports and a physical activity or an event. But it really is, I mean, like you're saying, it, it, it's extremely similar in, in, in terms of. You've got to think through this stuff. You've got to have the right attitude for it. You've got to have the right products and things that you're using. The systems have to be in place. You've got to have the fresh mind. I mean, all that, it, it really is truly very similar uh, when you yes. think about it. Even it may sound cliche to, to, to say that, but it truly is similar.
1: Yeah, especially if you want to be great. And that's what the Olympics are about. It's it's not the everyday athlete, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately. It's about the best of the best competing to be recognized and win in some objective fashion uh you know the the title of the best the gold medalist and in business you know companies can get by they can get along with what they do the way they've always done it but if you want to be the best at something you gotta you gotta do what michael phelps is doing invest in yourself you gotta do what the gymnasts are doing you gotta prepare for each moment you gotta do what uh the badminton players weren't doing you know you have to have the goals that are positive goals and you have to do what ryan lockheed was doing uh you have to have that that long-term focus and then just like these cyclists in this example you got to realize it's not just about the attitude it's that employee skills and knowledge it's about the process and obviously it's about the product too
0: you know it would almost be kind of a fun thing for a company no matter what size small large company or anything you know when the olympics roll around i mean and knowing that there's so many ways to play off that idea of uh, the sport and the preparation and the attitude for it and kind of making it a little bit of a challenge within the workplace along the same time is treating customer service and delivering this kind of service just like an Olympic game. And, uh, you know, I think sometimes people relate to those kind of examples better and and they just they get it. They understand what it means to deliver outstanding customer service. When you think of it, more like preparation for a big sporting event like the Olympics.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. We often talk about if you want to change your culture, you want to get everybody on the same page, going in the same direction. You need to you need to have a rallying point. You know, some ultimate goal uh, that everybody's working. To achieve, and that's the idea of a gold medal in the Olympics. I mean, everybody on that volleyball team, everybody on that uh, hopefully positive badminton team, you know, everybody on that <laughs> rowing team, you know, they, they have this ultimate goal. So, if you as a small business wanted to say, what would be our gold medal in customer service or customer retention or customer satisfaction success or whatever the case might be, if you can identify what that is then say, well, what do we need to do with our preparation? What do we need to do with our training? What do we need to do with our goal setting? And, and all these other areas, our attitudes and our processes to really achieve that goal. And you can make kind of a fun exercise to figure out how can I go from good to great in customer service.
0: Oh, great. Perfect examples and very timely, obviously, talking about the Olympics here that are going on as we record. and We've actually got a TV down the hall in our office that has the Olympics on right now. So this is an extremely timely conversation. Ed, thanks so much for all the input and thoughts on this. And uh, you, you did great in the quiz. I think you you hit cool. all four Excellent. of those examples. You tied them right back to the customer service world. I knew you could do it. A couple of them were softballs. I'll give you that much. But uh, yeah. but the ones that were a little more interesting, you definitely tied those together very nicely.
1: Yeah, well, that was fun. I appreciate that, Alan. Sure.
0: And, uh, you know, let's all keep on the lookout because you know one of these days they're going to be making the, uh, the dramatic movie about the badminton throwing the game, uh, you know, <laughs> what was it eight men out with the baseball you know I, I feel something similar is going to be coming down the pipe very dramatic then, interpretation of this badminton throwing their match so uh sure okay. and,
1: and don't you have a podcast like foot candle films or something like that i'm glad so that you, you mentioned could, that
0: yes i yeah, do you could
1: evaluate that movie
0: exactly i think actually i'm going to go back and write the screenplay right now so uh that's, <laughs> that's where i'm going to go with this so, that's great well uh just a couple quick reminders before we wrap up thanks again to our sponsor greater hickory golf classic Coming up at Rock Barn Golf and Spa here in Hickory, Catawba County, North Carolina, October 8th through the 14th. We'd love to see you uh, visit our area. And if you happen to be in the area in October for the golf tournament, uh, drop us a line here at The Mesh and let us know so we can uh, come out and say hi. Uh, If you do want to contact us through The Mesh, you can go to the website, which is www.themesh.tv. Remember to spell out the word the so T-H-E-M-E-S-H dot TV. Uh, if you got a voice message you want to leave for us, if you're one of those people that would rather talk than type, uh, then you can call us at 828-619-0048 and leave a voice message. We'd be happy to listen to that. And if it's something we can play on a future episode, we'll be happy to do that as well. You can send us an in- uh, email at info at the And, of course, find us on Facebook or Twitter by searching for TheMeshTV. TV. And uh, for Stepping Up Service, I'm Alan Jackson with The Jackson Group from uh, thejacksongroup.com, Ed Gagnon from Customer Service Solutions, and the website for Ed is uh, cssamerica.com. Is that right, Ed? That's right. Thanks, Alan. cssamerica.com to learn more about Ed and Customer Service Solutions. Until next time, we'll see you later. Take care.